Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. We've been rolling through the book of Acts, and we've seen a couple of sermons that Peter has preached. And he's been exalting Jesus Christ as the Holy One of Israel, God's anointed one, the one who has all authority. But you may be thinking, so what? Why do I need Jesus? Why does Jesus matter to me? In this sermon, Peter not only explains who Jesus is, Peter also lays out four charges against the people, essentially against all people. He's walking them back to the Pilate's palace, where not two months ago, some of them stood and shook their fist. The one God sent to redeem and rescue you, you delivered up. You turned your back on him. That's what Peter is saying. You walked him to the police station and handed him over to the corrupt authorities and walked out, not caring what would come of him. He also says that we denied Jesus' worth. Rejecting Jesus is not just a simple, he may be good for you, but not for me. Rejecting Jesus, denying Jesus, is essentially us saying that he is a fake, a phony, and deserves to die. He's not holy and he's not righteous. That's what these listeners did with Jesus. They were so blinded with hate that they couldn't see in him even what Pilate saw. Pilate saw that Jesus was innocent, but the people denied that. They said he's blasphemous. He's not who he says he is. He's a liar. When you walk away from Christ, that's the statement that you are making. Not only did the people deliver Jesus up and deny him, they embraced a murderer instead of Jesus. Do you want Jesus who is holy, righteous, and innocent, or do you want Barabbas, a murderer? We would rather have Barabbas walking our streets than Jesus. That's what the people said. What was true then is ever so true now. Anytime you replace Jesus with something else, you are taking in a murderous substitute. Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says, the wages of sin is death. So see and feel the irony here. You killed the author of life. That's what Peter says. The one who gave you breath to fill your lungs so you can shout, crucify him. That's the one that you killed. You are beating the very one who gives you strength to raise the whip. You are crucifying the very one who gives you energy to drive the nails into the cross. And Peter's whole point is to lay into our souls how illogical and insane it is to reject God's chosen one, the Christ. So what must you do? Well, Peter says that we are to turn to Jesus because of who he is. Jesus, through Peter, is giving this crowd more than they were expecting to hear. I'm sure there were some in the crowd that had grown weary of hearing all this talk about Jesus. The city had been in an uproar since Passover. And just a few days earlier on Pentecost, this Jesus follower made a big scene. And now they're disrupting things at the temple. But I imagine for some people that day, the message was beginning to sink in. Maybe there's something to this Jesus. After all, the authorities have not been able to produce his body. Hundreds of people claim to have seen him. There's no denying that something extraordinary happened on Pentecost. And this man today, who's lived in my neighborhood all of my life, he was really crippled, and now he's sprinting around like a deer. Some of you may be in that same position today. 
You have heard this story over and over again. But today, something's different. Something is taking place at the core of who you are. You weren't expecting all of this to happen today, but it is. And you are being faced with the reality of your own sinfulness. It's finally landing on your soul that you stand unclean and condemned before a holy God. And a crime committed against an infinite God demands an infinite punishment. Only God can pay that fine, and He did. He offers forgiveness, adoption, and eternal life. Listen to Peter's last statements. You have denied and rejected God's only means of salvation for you, His Son Jesus, but you can repent of that. To repent simply means to turn away. You turn away from your denying Him and your rejecting Him, and instead you receive Him and proclaim Him as your salvation. You place your hope and your trust and confidence in what He has done. And when you do this, you get more than you can imagine. When you pray today, please lift up Sean Richards and his wife Jenny and their kids Zeke, Gabe, and Ash as they work with the translation team in Papua New Guinea. Also pray for the Moray broadcast in Africa.